Things are about to get real judgy around here. That's next. Welcome to episode three of the season three preseason. I am DL. With me is no one for now. There will be a few other people on the episode, but uh, for now it's just me. Sort of a continuation from the last episode, but for now, let's just talk about you. How are you? Having a good holiday season? This is going to come out mid-January. I hope your 2023 starts off right. I'm actually recording this on Christmas Eve, so I don't know. I don't know how my January is right now. It's probably pretty crappy, but I wanted to get these uh, preseason episodes out of the way so that I can start concentrating on season three, which, I mean, I've already started concentrating on season three, but these are pretty easy episodes to do. It's uh, lists, and it's, oh, look at that, and that's about it. Simple stuff, right? Got a new little setup here, got some new sound equipment, got a new boom. I feel, no, I don't feel professional. I'm starting to look professional. Fake it till you make it, ladies and gentlemen. What are we doing here tonight? We are not done with Spotify wrapped. We are not even close to done. One might say we have one whole other episode to do. We've talked about our own raps, what we feel, what we think. Uh, mine was basically just pod studying. I have a feeling everybody else's is, and now it's time to find out. We're all going to take a look at each other's raps, talk about it for a little bit, see how that goes. I am excited. I did my huge, huge spiel last time about Spotify, so I'm not going to do that again. I guess I will just say that this is not us as a podcast promoting Spotify, or I mean... This is absolutely us promoting Spotify, but this is not us saying that everybody should have a Spotify. It's just a fun, easy, off-season thing that we can do that includes Spotify. Good job, Spotify, for coming up with this. Bad job, Spotify, for a lot of other things. Before we do, I don't know. There's a couple things I want to talk about. Season three's coming up. Super excited. We have our first couple interviews all set, ready to go. I am completely stoked. I was listening to music last night, uh, had the night off. Our weather here right now is terrible. It is just a whole city full of ice. So nobody is leaving their houses or anything like that. I mean, I did, but that's because I actually know how to drive. Everybody else stayed at home. Damn people. But hey... When you uh, need to go to Target for some last-minute things, you need to go to Target for some last-minute things. That they didn't have, by the way, but that's neither here nor there. Taylor Swift is deciding that she wants to print out 700 kabillion vinyls, four different colors, but they aren't even going to have it at Walmart or Target or wherever it was that I went. I mean, am I secretly glad that I darn can't give that to my daughter? Yes, I am. So I guess I'll just have to go get her the interrupters or something like that instead online. Oh, I tried, daughter. So sad that I couldn't get the Taylor Swift. Super bummed about that. We have our first rotation for next season all figured out, ready to go. Super excited. I'm looking at it right now. Uh, I can talk a little bit about that. I can talk about how Sven and I are still going to do our singular episodes. We are not going to talk about albums this year. The first year we would talk about classic albums. The second year, season two, last year, we picked one classic album we talked about together. We picked Michael Jackson, we picked Janet Jackson, Dolly Parton. We did the gamut, a bunch of different styles. That was really fun to do. This year we're doing something different. This year, Sven, because I'm more the album guy, Sven is more of the production guy. And so what he wanted to do, and I think it's a great idea, and that's what we're going to do, is we're going to pick an artist to concentrate on in he and I's episodes. It can be anybody. It can be a singer. It can be a guitarist. It can be a bass player, drummer, producer, anybody, a singular human act. And so that's what we're going to do. The first episode of the year is going to be all four of us together talking about some cool newer stuff that correlates more with Rachel's YouTubes. We'll get into that. Uh, but then Sven and I's episode will be on one specific artist. And then we're going to do a lot of the stuff that you know about that we've, we've done in the past years. I'm going to continue on the great search, finding the best band and my favorite bands of all time via equation. 
via what the f- we're gonna do band dissections we're going to do album exchanges like i said we've got interviews uh rachel and i are gonna get back to doing the here's where you're wrongs this is gonna be a big one rachel and i's first here's where you're wrong is going to be uh i have a feeling that it's going to elicit strong emotion from a lot of listeners it's going to elicit strong emotion from Rachel and I, and her and I will probably agree on a lot of things too. I, you know, I always think an ideal or a situation should be pretty universally thought of, but then you actually talk to people and you realize you're dead wrong to go with that. I want to bring up a topic that I think people will write in about and it's Kanye. And I know I like what Sven said in the finale, which is why do we keep talking about Kanye? Why do we keep giving this attention? That's the whole point. You ignore the boogeyman, the boogeyman goes away. Um, I don't believe that. I mean, I personally think that ignorance is bliss, but I don't think that that is the right way to live. It's the way I like to live, but not the right way. Anyway, I had this very funny or ironic or some of you will get angry about it situation last night that I want to talk about. And I don't know if it's, if I should be admitting it, but I just don't, you know, you know me by now. I don't care. I was dinking around the web. It's uh, kind of the depressing part of the year. It's been a stressful couple weeks at my real job. Certain things maybe not going so hot and which always seems to happen at the end of the year with the holidays. So mixed with that, you also have the pressure of you know, when you're getting your gifts out to your family and, and getting to the post office, but then the weather's coming in. So you have to figure out, well, what the hell's going to happen there? You all know it. It's a headache. It sucks. We, the holidays are supposed to be this great, fantastic time of the year. And we all just destroy ourselves for it. <sighs> so I'm dinking around the internet doing a little bit of, what do they call that? When you're like sad shopping therapy people say some people eat their feelings some people it's shopping something i apologize you guys are probably yelling at your phones right now anyway you know what i'm talking about i was doing that and i come across this shirt that just simply says fuck kanye and at that period in time i was very much into that it's like i want that shirt because i agree fuck kanye and it'd be a funny shirt to wear because fuck kanye so I buy the shirt. I own the shirt now. I'm the proud owner of a fuck Kanye shirt. And I, like I said, I'm a proud owner. I'm good with that. But while I'm buying it, I'm thinking about Kanye. And I'm realizing, geez, DL, you don't own Dropout, his first album, which is one of my favorite hip-hop albums of all time. You don't own that on vinyl. Why don't you own that on vinyl? I look it up. It's super cheap. And I buy it. So here I am. In one night, in the span of five minutes, I buy a Fuck Kanye shirt while also buying his vinyl, which speaks to a few things. It speaks to the bass awkwardness of my moral futility and how I believe in things that I don't even know what I believe in. Wrap your head around that. And it also speaks to the duality of thoughts, of how you can feel multiple ways about a specific thing. If you haven't listened to the finale, go back and listen to it. But we all do this thing called the WTF Awards. The what the fuck. The This is the thing in this year that I don't understand why everybody else likes. What is going on? Or I heard it and I hated it. And every single one of us had Kanye on there. For obvious reasons. Everybody that's listening to a music podcast knows what's going on with Kanye right now. Or Yee or whatever he's telling people to call him. I don't care. We started talking about Joe Rogan's podcast. We were talking about how when Neil Young and Joni Mitchell went on strike and pulled their music from Spotify because of Joe Rogan's misinformation or alleged misinformation about COVID. I don't know what it was. I know that all I know is that he did have a lot of people that were anti-vaccine on at the same time that the CDC was begging people to please get vaccinated to help save lives. I'm not getting weighed through that. I have very strong feelings about getting vaccinated and about people that choose not to. And the problem with having a podcast, especially when I'm by myself, when I don't have anybody to argue with, if I'm expressing an opinion, there's nothing to argue it. There's no one here to say that's bullshit. And I don't think that's fair. It feels like you're preaching. So if I were to say, for example, that Joe Rogan is a piece of shit 
for having people on to say, hey, don't get vaccinated while everybody else's family members are dying and shit by the thousands. That's just not my place. I'll do that another time. We were talking about this and I started to realize that I am pretty strongly on the side of, of free speech. And I know that free speech isn't that simple. That yes, there's free speech, but you still have to be responsible for what you say. Yeah, you can walk into a bar and you can call a guy a name, but you better be okay with getting your ass whooped. That is a very general term of things that happen with like Joe Rogan, where he has a platform of millions and millions and millions of people listening and a lot of them drone-ish idiots that will do anything he says because he's Joe Rogan. If he tells them to go drink horse semen to save them from COVID, they'll do it. He has to know that. He has to at least be somewhat responsible. But the theory got brought up. It wasn't Kanye. It was actually Hitler. I think it was Rachel that brought up, you know, if you bring on Hitler to your podcast to argue with him, you are still giving him a platform to say his hate speech or or whatever. And that is an extremely valid point. I just... I kind of disagree. Somebody said it. I don't, I think it might've been Sven. Where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line at what people should and shouldn't be able to say? Who makes that decision? I think that I am a little farther on the apathetic fuck it side. If you are being manipulated by somebody saying, don't get a vaccine, it's that person's fault. I'm more in the camp of, you know, if you don't want to get a vaccine, don't get a vaccine. That's fine. But when you get sick, don't go to the fucking hospital. That's more of my thinking. I think Rachel is on the other spectrum of we have to be much more careful about who we let talk. Because, and I think it was a story just like a couple nights ago, some guy like jumped a Jewish person in New York yelling like free Kanye or something. It's, I don't think I have the exacts on the story, but it's something related to that. I think that she has a good point. I think that I have a good point. I think that her and I are a little bit on the other ends of it. And that's what our first Here's Where You're Wrong is going to be about. There's also a album that I want to talk about with Evil this year that is also going to be... I We've been really, really careful about what we talk about last year. I don't want to do that. There are certain situations that we kind of had to sneak around last year that I'm not going to do. Because if we are going to put ourselves in a position where we, you know, we now have thousands of listeners, which is 0.008% probably of what like Joe Rogan has, but it's still thousands and thousands. I think that we should have to talk about this shit. I don't like the let's just turn our heads and run from it. There was an album that Evil and I were going to talk about last year that we pulled at the last minute because of the allegations around the person that wrote the album. And I regret that. Because why wouldn't we want to open up the conversation of acknowledging that, yes, this art exists. Yes, the shitty thing that this person did exists. Why would we hide from that? And if we are paying respect to the person who, who was the victim of the crime from that person that wrote the album, I would hope that that person would want this stuff put to light, that more people were made aware of what this guy did. These are conversations that I actually do want to have this year and that we're going to have. I'm excited for it. We're also going to do, most of the stuff's going to be fun, I promise. <laughs> I'm not selling season three very well, but it'll be intriguing. But we're talking jazz. We're talking a lot of jazz. We're talking oldies. We're talking legends this year. Legends. We are going to do a live reaction this year. Everybody is going to do a first-time listen of a specific album of a huge, huge band that we all four love coming out this year that we are all going to meet up and we are going to listen to for the first time and do a live stream on YouTube of it and then make an episode out of it. Our interviews, if you didn't listen to episode 100 and I did the interview reveals where I couldn't reveal any of them, oh my God, they are a whole other level this year. And I know what you're thinking, man, you had Jennifer Batten on last year. One of the greatest guitar players ever played for Michael Jackson. But once you heard Jennifer Batten talk, you realized, oh, she'd talk to anybody. She's just cool. We are starting now to get into the realm of the how the hell did we get this person on the show artists. And it's an exciting time. 
exciting time for verse chorus verse. What I haven't even gotten to yet in my 18 minute ramble is what am I drinking tonight? Like I said, it's Christmas Eve. I've got to stay sharp. I'm not going to drink much. I have a water. I say that I'm not going to drink much, but you know, once uh, the kids go to bed, it's Santa's time to get to work. Who knows how well wrapped those presents are going to be when I'm on my eighth mimosa. That's what I'm drinking. I'm drinking a mimosa. I've got some champagne. Well, I've got some Prosecco and some OJ. That is my big Christmas drink. I love a good mimosa. Mm. Tart, crisp, pop. God, I love a good mimosa. Spotify Wraps. I want to talk about Sven's, about Rachel's, about Evil's. I do not think Sven's actually going to be on this episode or the next one. He has got a lot of video shit going on. It is also his busy time of the year. Christmas is insane for him. He does all the church productions and stuff like that. So he is, he does not have free time. I think we're giving him a couple episodes off to concentrate more on videos and his real job. We all need that from time to time. So I'm going to be honest, I don't know if Sven's on this episode or not yet, but I tell you what, we'll take a break, we'll be right back, and then we will listen to Evil talk about some Spotify raps. Oh, hey, verse chorus versers, this is Evil, back again with some more of that sweet, sweet off-season content for you guys that was kind of stupid but i'm gonna leave it in anyway hey yeah we're uh, talking some more of our spotify wrapped from last year yes i said it last year we're in the new year this is 2023 gonna charge ahead into the unknown it'll be a fun ride so last time which was a terrible episode i recorded a terrible spotify rap i hate doing these episodes where it's just me talking to it into a microphone by myself, in my office. It feels stupid, but I'm here and I'm doing it for you guys. And because DL said I had to. Last time I talked about my wrapped and I just sort of rambled on at the end. Hopefully he edited me to sound a bit more intelligible. I'm stupid, evil. I'm gonna try to do a better job with this one because I'm talking about everybody's rap. But as you know, we have to talk about the most important thing of ever all time and that's what are we drinking and i have to unfortunately report a pretty boring drink i'm drinking herbal tea right now some spearmint lemon concoction it's not really that good why 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 are you drinking that evil why are you being so weird because it's the first part of the year where in 2023 i am doing a fast i do fasts from time to time keep me from getting slow terrible joke as a someone who has worked in the fitness slash strength profession world, I try to keep myself in good condition. I train regularly. I eat pretty well for the most part, but there's just something about the holiday season. Here's the secret. It's called, I really like fudge and I eat like several pounds of fudge in December. <laughs> I had only two pans of fudge this year. Usually I go through about three, uh, so I was slacking in that regard. I had a few extra drinks during the holidays. I like to eat a lot of fudge. Uh, I don't really let myself go completely, but I do feel kind of gross at the end of the year because of that. And this is one of those do as I say, not as I do sort of situations. I can get away with this because I have kind of earned it in a lot of ways. I've trained my body to a point where I have a lot of muscle mass. I have high mitochondrial density. I'm able to bounce back out of this pretty well. I do not recommend this at large for everybody. Keep things inside the lines at least a little bit throughout the holidays. Enjoy yourself, but don't go overboard like I do. I kind of hate myself right now because I'm the guy who hates everyone who floods the gyms at the beginning of the year with the New Year's resolutions. Back when I was training people regularly, I always said that uh, New Year's resolutions start dying by about the third week of January and the last nail in the coffin is Super Bowl weekend. Everyone rushes into the gym with their New Year's resolutions Gyms are packed. Here's the dirty secret. Gyms make most of their money off of their memberships, off of the people who sign up for six months to a year and then show up for a few weeks. And that are and that's when all the normal gym rats head back into the gym. And that's why I'm drinking herbal tea. That was a long story. And you guys chose to listen to me. So uh, I'm going to blame you. Let's talk about 
some of my homies, Spotify Wrapped. So you've probably already heard all of us talk about our own Wrapped at this point, if you're a consistent listener to the pod. And so I kind of want to approach this a little bit differently. I could just go through and read and react to all of their Spotify Wrapped. And I'll do a little bit of that because I might have some interesting things to say about it. But I also want to do kind of a little bit of comparing and contrasting uh, with my own Spotify wrapped. So I, I jotted down a few notes. I've looked over a few things. See what we have here. Let's start with Mr. DL. Why don't we break things down into a few different categories? Let's talk about genres, then talk about the stuff that people listen to through the different parts of the day, like the morning listening versus afternoon listening versus evening listening. And then some of the hard raw details, the number. Let's scope his genres. He explored 43 different genres. How does that compare to me? He beat me. I only explored 30 different genres. So good on you, DL. You, you're in the lead at this point with 43. Why don't I do these uh, different categories for everybody and then we'll move on to the next one. So let's check out Sven. Sven just explored 99 different genres. Fuck. Sven, he's going to win all of these, I think. How about Rachel? 19. Okay. I'm not going to rank anybody, but let's rank everybody. That puts Rachel coming in at number four, least number of explored genres. Hey, girl, get out there and explore some new genres. At 19, I'm at number three, so I don't really have a lot of room to talk. At 30, DL's at 43, and Sven is at 99. Couldn't you have just gone one more blackened death core or something? and just get over that hump and listen to one more. Could have had 100 there, Sven. I'm disappointed in you. Let's check out the difference in our morning, afternoon, and evening listenings. Let's start with me. We'll set a baseline. My morning started with cozy, chill, and mellow. What do we think DL's mornings were like? Hmm? Any guesses? His mornings are hardcore, exciting, and cathartic. Oh my God. I feel like that should be mine. I should have hardcore, exciting, cathartic mornings, but here we are. Of course, Sven started his morning joyful, inspirational, and hype. He's the MVP here, baby. And Rachel didn't send us her morning, afternoon, and listening. Let's move on. We'll just leave her out of the rest of those. My afternoons, cathartic, moody, and light listening. How's that compare to DL? DL, silly, nervous, and fancy. He sees the day with silly, nervous, and fancy music. Oh, you fancy, fancy DLU. How about our good buddy Sven? How do you relaxing nostalgia? How do you? I'm looking it up. I have the time. The Korean wave or the K wave is the increase in the global K pop. This is the first time I'm hearing of how do you. How you is K-pop. What the fuck, man? So Sven got himself some K-pop relaxing nostalgia going on. In the last one, uh, what are my evenings like? My evenings, proud mayhem, nervous. DL, what are your evenings like, buddy? Relaxing, chill, mellow. See, he's doing it right in the evening. Uh, I'm like chill in the morning. He's chill in the evening, and we flip it around. Sven, pumpkin spice cathartic yearning. I'm just going to live with that for a little bit here. Um, okay, let's check out some numbers, folks. The hours of listening for each of us. We'll start with me, baseline. How many hours did I listen to Spotify this year? 15,387. I have listened to more hours of music than 66% of other listeners in the United States. Let's check DL. Where is he at? 53,252. What the fuck, man? <laughs> how? How is that? <laughs> how is that even possible? That's in the. Uh, he's listened to more Spotify than 93% of other listeners. I'm sorry. These are minutes. <laughs> I'm an idiot. That's still a lot of minutes. Oh, and those were minutes for me too. Reading comprehension was never a good strength of mine. We're just going to roll with that. Uh, and holy shit, Sven is even more. 54,221. That's also more than 93% of other listeners in the United States. Let's see where Rachel clocks in. Once again, at fourth place, we have Rachel, who listened to 13,625. So she's in the same percentage as me, 63%. We're kind of in the same ballpark. Turns out that Sven and DL listen to Spotify a heck of a lot more than Rachel and I do. 
Uh, I'm not sure how I feel about that. I thought I had a lot of hours, especially because I, I run our Sono speakers in the ambient music in the house over Spotify. I think I'm going to make some changes in the way that our music set up at our house uh, so it doesn't affect my numbers as much. So I have a little bit more granular look into how I'm listening to music this year. I'm going to be a little more deliberate about things, or at least I'm going to try. Let's move on to number of songs. We'll set the baseline with me, number of songs. I played 3,179 songs. Not bad. That's a fair amount. As a ratio of the songs per minutes listened, that's that's not too bad. And I've edged out Mr. DL. He played 2,488 songs. Sven, of course, is probably going to... 7,414. Yeah, he's, he's Sven. What did you expect? Uh, and then Rachel... 2086. So I came in at number two. Spin, of course, number one. Then then me, then DL, and then uh, Rachel with the number of songs listened to. How about number of artists? I'll set the baseline with me once again. 1,306 artists. That's a lot of different artists. DL, only 660. What's going on, buddy? Where are you getting that 53,252 hours if you're only listening to 660 artists? Listen to a lot because of the podcast. What is going on there? Sven, of course, is leaving us all in the dust, listening to 4,592 artists this year. How about Rachel? Uh, 986. In your face, DL, with your 660. What's up? Let's talk a little bit about this 53,252 hours that Mr. DL has hours. I said the hours again. Minutes. 53,252 minutes of listening time on Spotify. Oh, I see what's going on here. 34,945 minutes are podcasts. That brings him back down to earth, puts him closer to the level of Rachel and I in terms of minutes of music listened to. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Let's look at Rachel. 3,503 minutes listening to podcasts. You guys, are you just like listening to us all the time? It's my silky smooth voice that you can't resist. Sven, of course, listens to music all the time. The podcast numbers didn't even uh, pop up to him. I do listen to quite a bit of podcast content, but my rap doesn't show any of it because I primarily do podcasts on YouTube. If a podcast has like a, a video component, there's something about it that I, I prefer. You pick up on more of the communication, especially if it's like an interview uh, or roundtable style podcast. And so I prefer the video. Like I said, number one, I'm going to try to use Spotify primarily for my music listening purposes. Uh, I have a tendency to queue up videos on YouTube or listen from other, if I'm listening to stuff deliberately, if I'm doing like podcast research and no one else is home and I've got the Sono speakers playing what I need to be listening to. Long story short, I think what I'm going to try to do is be very deliberate about using my Spotify account for podcast research and for my own personal consumption. So when we get to the 2023 wrapped in December of this year, because we are in 2023, it'll be a bit more accurate and it won't pull in chill hop and all this wild stuff that I just kind of listen to as background music. I wanted to end with something a little more fun for these episodes because I, I hate doing these. I hate talking to myself. I'm not a big fan of doing these solo episodes or they feel so awkward and forced, I guess. So because we do give out awards in the podcast fairly regularly, uh, I wanted to hand out some awards for these Spotify wrapped in the style or tradition of our album focused episodes. I've got three different categories and I'm going to give one for DL, one to Rachel and one for Sven in each of the categories. So let's start. I could go through each of their top 100 lists and I did listen to quite a bit of their lists. I just kind of smush them all together and into one big mess. I'll have to maybe try to do that a little bit differently next year. Oh well. Uh, but I do have these awesome awards I'm going to give out. Uh, I'm going to give out an MVP award for each of their lists. So let's start with DL. His list and mine, in fact, let me pull up his list so we can talk about it just a little bit as I'm going through these awards. DL Spotify probably has the most crossover with my own musical tastes. There's tons of Gojira on there, a lot of 
Ghost. It's a lot of the same stuff that I listen to for the podcast as well. So we've got Baroness, Royal Blood, uh, System of a Down. If you listen to any of the episodes this past season, you're going to be familiar with a lot of these bands. I'm going to give him the MVP award for having not one, but six Gojira tracks off of their album Fortitude, which wasn't even released in 2022. That was a 2021 album. And it still dominated his Spotify wrapped. One of the tracks came in at number one. Newfound was his number one Spotify listened to track for 2022. So that is a huge MVP from me because I love Gojira. I really enjoyed the album swap with Royal Blood and Gojira. Uh, so good on you, DL, for listening to some amazing music. How about Rachel? Lots of Blackpink, lots of Shakira, lots of pop music. And then, of course, uh, a smattering of podcast content. You know, there's Cake in there. There's uh, some Amy Winehouse. There's a little bit of Peter Gabriel, which she didn't care for very much, unfortunately. I will say this. At number five, this is amazing. Allison Chains' Wood was her number five song of the year. I'm going to give that MVP award to Rachel for having Wood. Not just on her list, but at number five. Awesome. How about Sven? Sven gets a tie because Sven is so awesome. His list is by far the most divergent from mine or probably even Dale's and Rachel's. And it's so all over the place. Sven listens to so much music, as we already discussed with the kind of the metrics. Tons of country. There's lots of pop. There's the Foo Fighters are in here. But I want to give Sven a dual MVP award. Number one, for first of all, for having at number one, the namesake for the podcast, Nirvana's verse, chorus, verse. And the part two, all of his original music. Spin is an incredibly talented human being. I feel like everything that he touches that is creative is he has a gift. YouTube videos that are coming out. We're in 2023, folks. We're doing YouTube. Smash that like button, subscribe, ring the bell, do all that stupid stuff. I am in awe of his abilities and his creativity. And there are maybe four or five of his original tracks on here, including uh, the theme song that you hear play every time you listen to the pod. Listen to some of Sven's music. It is fantastic. He gets a dual MVP award for that. The second award category that I'm going to hand out is the Throw Up the Metal Horns Fuck Yeah Award. We'll start with DL. This one, when I saw it, I'm like, fuck yeah. And that's where I actually came up with the name for this award. At number 70, he has Moon People by the Devin Townsend off of Devin's album Lightwork, which came out pretty late in the year. For this song to even make the list, uh, I think... Number one, it's just fucking awesome, and it's a great song, and I love Devin Townsend. Uh, but to see that on, on DL's list, knowing how much music he listens to, that's a fuck yeah from me. Moon poop, moon poople, moon poople. Devin Townsend would actually probably appreciate me calling that moon poople. For Rachel, she gets a tie too. The first one I saw, it was Journey's Don't Stop Believing at number 79. I was like, yeah, fuck yeah. <laughs> Cheesy 80s. But I love it. I love that track. I mean, come on. If you don't, you're most likely saying that you don't like that song because you're trying to be cool. You should just like that song. It's a fucking great song. And then the second one, The Sleeper, fuck yeah, at number 83 is Weedus's Teenage Dirtbag. Fucking love that song too. Uh, it's so silly. What can I say? Listen to some Iron Maiden, baby. Sven, Sven's a monster. He has fantastic taste in music. And when I saw Stevie Wonder's I Wish at number 74, I was like, fuck yeah, because Sven knows his shit. And we're going to close out this episode because uh, even though I said I was going to try not to ramble on, I have been rambling on way too long. We're going to end with the Wait What Award. I toyed with calling this the surprise motherfucker award, but we're going to go with wait, what? Because I think it's, it's just wait, what? The stuff that I saw on the list where I was just, what's going on here? We'll start once again with DL. As much as we've talked about this band on this podcast, it is wild to not see a single Foo Fighters song on DL's 
wrapped top 100 for 2022. How much have we talked about Foo Fighters in the last two years of content? I would have expected at least one or two Foo Fighters songs on DL's list, but there's not one. However, the caveat here is there are, I think, four Dream Widow songs. So does that count as Foo Fighters? I don't know. Rachel, on the other hand, has a metal song on her list. And we're not talking like from an album that we did a breakdown of like Allison Chains Wood coming at number five. That was actually really cool too. A legitimate heavy metal song from one of my favorite albums of 2022. I think she's trying to gaslight me here. I don't know what's going on. It's some sort of social experiment. The Halo Effects Shadow Minds is number 74 on Rachel's Spotify wrapped from 2022. Cats communing with dogs. It's raining something, something, blah, blah, blah. I feel like I'm taking crazy pills, uh, but I'm glad it's on there. And then this is what I'm going to end with. And honestly, this probably, and we're ending with Sven because Sven's awesome. My fly buddy Sven. This could have been an MVP award. It could have been a fuck yeah award. But when I saw it, I was like, wait, what? At number eight, number eight, this is in 2023, talking about 2022, uh, a song from nearly a decade ago. Elvis's What Does the Fox Say? (laughs) And I would be lying if I said that I didn't listen to that song at least three or four times and then pull up and watch the video because that shit put me in a good mood as Sven always seems to do. (laughs) What is that doing on there at number eight? Oh, Sven. Hey guys, thanks for listening. We got a couple more, maybe one more off-season episode. Is that right? There's some YouTube content. I mentioned that. Like smash, smash that like button. 2023 is going to be awesome. I'll leave you with this. No matter where you go, there you are. Well, thanks, Evil. Hopefully you loved listening to my Spotify wrapped way more than you liked listening to Rachel and Sven's. Speaking of Rachel... Let's get to Rachel. Rachel, what did you think about everybody's Spotify wrapped? What does the fuck say? What the fuck say? Friends, it's Rachel. I'm here completing the 85th of the tasks that David has given us over break. You can't see me right now, but I did quotation marks when I said break. We are here talking about wrapped and I get to do my favorite thing in the whole world and judge my three best friends on their personal opinions. What have they listened to this year and why is it wrong? Let's go through some stuff. What am I drinking? You ask? That's a great question because I always forget to talk about this when I'm on my own because David's not here to tell me what to do and I can't guide my own life. I have with me a perfectly pair, perfectly prepared, I've had a couple drinks already of this, sips, it's about half gone, a perfectly prepared pear martini style with other naturally flavored flavors, motherfucker. Uh, truly, it's 5% alcohol and I haven't really drank over break that much, so that's why I sound how I sound. Sorry, Elaine, David started this though, let's be honest. It's not me, it's him. Okay. Wrapped. Wicka wicka. Spend. What have you done with your year? Let's take a look. Okay, friends. I just want to tell you now. I'm going in blind to this because I wanted to be surprised, even though I won't be surprised at all. But I just kind of wanted to do an actual reaction to what these boys have been doing with their lives. Seven Knutson. You um, explored 99 different genres. That sounds, I think I had 97 or something like that. Listen to 19 genres. So it sounds about right. That sounds like something you would do. Number one is pop. Sven is my brother with pop. Pop pop music. (laughs) Drink every time she says pop. Next up, we have country. CCM, which is Christian contemporary, I believe. Number four, rock. Number five, roots reggae. Okay. Sven, that pretty much sounds like exactly what I would think. His morning started with joyful, inspirational hype. Again, Sven loves, he's a lot like me and that he just likes to put on stuff to make him feel happy and put him in a good mood. So I feel that. 
seize the day with Halle you relaxing nostalgia. I don't know what the fuck that means. What's Halle you? Korean wave. Oh, fun. Sven likes him some K-pop and I'm into it. Okay. Korean wave. We're gonna have to talk about K-pop. Svensson, you embrace the night with pumpkin spice cathartic yearning. Now that makes sense. Sven is a white woman at heart. So I get that. In 2022, Sven listened to 54,221 minutes of Spotify. More than 93% of other listeners in the United States. Sven listens to music for a living. So I could see how he could get those numbers in. One song he loved so much was Nirvana's Verse, Course, Verse. Oh my gosh. Verse, Course, Verse outtake by Nirvana. Sven loves some Dave Grohl. Um, He listened to it 265 times. That seems like a lot of times. If you weren't the top person in the United States to have listened to that song, I would be kind of surprised. That seems like... That's like a daily listen for you. Makes me wonder if it was on like a workout list or like a on your alarm when you wake up in the morning. Is that your wake up song, Sven? Mm, alcohol. Okay, he played 7,414 songs. First course first, we just talked about that, My Nirvana. Number two, we have Bella Via, 1978 from Chuck Mangione. Of course, it was Chuck Mangione. He loves Chuck. Um, number three, After the Night by Sven Knudsen. Never heard of him. Just kidding. Buy his albums. He's fabulous. Number four, he listened to AA by Walker Hayes. I am not surprised. Sven loves Walker Hayes. He preached about him in the finale. Loves him to death. And number five, also Walker Hayes. Fancy like. I'm not surprised. This song is a banger. All the kids were dancing to it on the TikToks. It's great. These do not come as any surprise. Sven listened to 4,592 artists, but again, top artist Walker Hayes. He loves Walker Hayes. He was in the top 0.1% of Walker Hayes listeners this year. Holy shit, Sven. That is impressive. He spent 1,656 minutes listening to Walker Hayes. Mom is going to do the math on that because I'm just real curious what that looks like. 27.6 hours this year you listen to Walker Hayes. So about a day. And again, you're doing other stuff while you're listening to Walker Hayes, but that's impressive. You could not stop listening to AA. That is true. Top artists, number one, no surprise. Drink every time she says Walker Hayes. Number two was Willow. I remember you liked Coping Mechanism this year. Number three, Foo Fighters. Sven loves Foo Fighters. Number four, Nirvana. Loves Nirvana. Number five is camp. And I feel bad because a couple months ago, Sven was like, hey, you guys, anybody heard of camp? I don't think anyone listened to camp. I apologize, but apparently you love them fifth best this year. And I feel bad for not listening to them. You are an adventurer, Sven. You're a seeker of sound. You venture out into the unknown, searching for fresher artists, deeper cuts, newer tracks. This is Sven very much. I think we're all getting a lot better being in this kind of mixed taste group of listening to a lot of different kinds of things. That is it for Sven. That is the end of his wrapped. Let's move on to, oh, this is definitely evil. Okay. And we're back again. Evil. Explored 30 different genres. This sounds like maybe not enough. She listened to 19 genres. I feel like he's more eclectic than this. He does like some death metal, but seems a little off. As far as his genres, his top was rock. Van Halen probably falls in that. That makes sense. Chill hop, which I don't know what the hell that's supposed to be. Let's look it up real fast. Lo-fi and chill beats. Jazzy hip hop. Beats for working, studying, and relaxing. Okay, maybe. I don't know. That one seems a little off, but maybe. Um, Number three, alternative metal. Does evil like metal? Probably. Alternative metal. Maybe indie soul. None of this is tracking for me. I really just thought this would be different versions of metal. Death metal. Alternative metal. Titanium metal. That's not funny. Cut that out. Sunrise to sunset. You kept it interesting. Cozy, chill, mellow. I feel like... This is not evil. I feel like somebody got a hold of his Spotify and started listening to adult easy listening music. There's cathartic moody light during the middle of the day, but in the evening, proud mayhem nervous. That sounds more like my friend James. Jimmy listened to 
15,387, more than 66% of other listeners in the United States. That tracks, I have an English degree. I don't know if I've ever said that before. So my math skills leave much to be desired. 42 minutes a day. One song, love at first listen, feel what I believe by the halo effect. Evil played it 38 times, about three times a month. That sounds healthy. It's no Walker Hayes. He played 3,179 songs. However, his favorites were, number one, we just talked about this, Feel What I Believe, Halo Effect. Halo Effect, number two. Number three, Committed to the Con by Alex is on Fire. (laughs) I'm so funny. Number four, Days of the Lost by Halo Effect. And number five was The Distance, which tracks because I vaguely remember him being in love with that when we dissected some cake. He listened to 1,306 artists. His favorite was System of a Down. David and Evil dissected all of System of a Down. And then me and David and Evil did mesmerize. He was in the top 3% of listeners of System of a Down this year. And for all my math teachers who said I wouldn't have a calculator on me at all times, 6.35 hours of System of a Down. Actually, that seems kind of low. Evil's a good studier. So top artists for Evil, number one, System of a Down, number two, Cake, number three, Halo Effect, four was Muse, and five was Cave-In. I'm kind of surprised Muse was number four that Muse even kind of peaked in there, especially above Cave-In, because Evil does love caving in. Another adventurer. That is it for Evil. Let's move on to my friend David. To preempt this, I would just like to say that my good friend David James listens to a lot of vinyl. Because he listens to music on different ways than Spotify, this is just a snapshot. I don't know that this is going to be accurate portrayal of what he actually listens to on a daily basis. 43 genres for David, rock, number one, indie rock, hip-hop, alternative metal, and alternative rock. That alternative metal was definitely an evil influence. Indie rock sounds like his general vibe, and number two and number five, alternative rock, of course. Yes, this all makes sense. He started his morning with hardcore, exciting, cathartic. David is a big jogger, so this makes sense. That would be good to run around to. His midday, this makes me giggle. I'm glad I didn't read this ahead of time. Silly, nervous, fancy is his daily listen. David is very silly and fancy, so this makes sense. As far as evening listens, relaxing, chill, mellow. David likes to wind down with a good drinky drink. He listened to 53,252 minutes of music on Spotify. 2.43 hours a day just on Spotify of music. This man is balls deep in music all the time. Moving on, what did he listen to? His favorite song ever, New Found by Gojira. He listened to it 41 times. He played 2,488 songs. His top songs, however, New Found by Gojira, we just talked about this. Hunter's Moon by Ghost. Brighton by Jerry Cantrell. All Day and All of the Night by The Kinks. Closer Still by The Crows. The only one that I am even surprised to see is Closer Still by The Crows. I don't remember much conversation about them. My number one album of the year. Oh my God, I love it so much. It is Beware Believers by The Crows. Kinks, at one point we were going to dissect, but did not dissect. Um, So that makes sense. Jerry Control, of course. Alice in Chains, all of that makes sense. Ghost makes sense. Crows is a little bit of a curveball, I guess, on that one. My number one album of the year. Oh my God, I love it so much. It is Beware Believers by The Crows. David listened to 660 artists, but his favorite, favorite band of all time was the Crashed Test Dummies. David loves Crashed Test Dummies so much it hurts his little heart. And I say little because it's kind of small and shriveled up. He listened to 1,535 minutes, over 25 hours. That's a full day. He's in the top 0.01% of Crash Test Dummies listeners. And I love that for him. He couldn't stop listening to You Won't Run Out. Top artists, Crash Test Dummies. I love that outside of the pod, he was able to listen to so much of what he loves. I feel a lot of us complain a lot, which is fine. It is what it is about. We only get to listen to what David makes us listen to. David still had enough time, a whole day's worth of time to listen to what he loves. And that makes me happy for him. Two, System of a Down. Um, And then number three, Cake as well. Um, Ghosts, number four. We did go over one ghost album this year, but this kind of shows me that David likes Ghost. 
who knew? And number five was the Beatles. We did talk about the first couple albums of Beatles, the first couple years of their career. David loves the Beatles. He practices what he preaches as far as having to listen to lots of different things. So friends, that is what my three best friends listened to in 2022. I hope you had a good listen. I have stuff to do. So I'm going to have to say goodbye, but I'll miss you. Well, hello, everybody. DL here. Should we get into some Spotify raps? Should I start with Sven's? Sven's 2022 wrapped. I knew that Sven's, well, I haven't read Evil or Rachel's yet, but I figured Sven would have the most genres on him. I feel like he listens to the most unique music, and he does have 99 different genres. I think mine was only like 60. So that doesn't surprise me at all. What does surprise me is his number three on his he he listens to pop country ccm rock roots reggae what's ccm asking for a friend somebody wants to let me know that would be great uh his mornings are joyful inspirational hype and then uh relaxing nostalgia his night is uh pumpkin spice i think he listens to a lot of christian music at the old church there uh, Sven has listened to 54,221 minutes of music. I feel like that's super close to what mine was. Did we listen to the same amount of music? Uh, 93% of other listeners, you know, blah, 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 blah. His number one song that he listened to 265 times? 265 times, Sven? Would, did you, like, leave your phone home when you went on vacation and it was just on repeat it's verse course verse by nirvana 265 times makes me think that there's a project somewhere that i don't know about i'm thinking sven was working on some sort of verse course verse thing not our podcast verse course verse but the nirvana song where you know we got the idea for the name of our podcast so sven what's the deal with that what's up with this 265 times of listening to verse course verse um, he played 7,414 songs. That's a lot. His top five is, <laughs> I love this. It's Nirvana. It's Chuck Mangione. It's himself. It's that A.A. Walker Hayes song and the Fancy Like Walker Hayes song. So yeah, he really did love that Fancy Like Applebee's stuff. Boy, Svend has just dove full stop into uber pop country. Like whatever is going to be on the Ford truck commercial. Sven wants to listen to it. His top artist was Walker Hayes. He listened to Walker Hayes. Uh, he was in the top 0.1% of Walker Hayes listeners. Yeah, and his, his top bands were Camp, Nirvana, Foo Fighters, Willow, and Walker Hayes. I knew Willow was going to be on there because he kept talking about Willow. We have a group chat, which we call the VCV Chat Pile because we're brilliant. And I think Sven brought up that album for every other day for about four weeks. But the other ones, you know, Foo Fighters, Nirvana, that doesn't surprise me. And then Camp, he talked a lot about in the finale. So he is an adventurer, just like me. I think mine was the same thing. It's just going and looking at new artists. I feel like studying for the podcast forces you to do that. And if he's a producer and he's producing a bunch of stuff and trying to find new sounds, that probably has to do with that too. That's Sven's wrapped. It's funny because I knew he was listening to pop country. I didn't know he was that far deep into like uber pop country. Top billboard country country. You're always full of surprises, Sven. Always. Spotify also designs the playlist for your top 100 songs of the year. I did listen to Sven's for a while. It is... It is very, very eclectic. There is a lot of super pop on there. There is, you know, he's got Adam Levine on there. He's got Justin Timberlake on there. He's got Megan Trainer on there, which, oh, well, um, Megan Trainer is to me what Michael Buble is to Sven. I think Megan Trainer is everything that's ever gone wrong with music. So yeah, um, he's got a little bit of kids bop on here. He must have been listening to this with his kids. It sounded like a spend playlist. It honestly did. I think he had a Beatles song on it too, but just very eclectic, very happy, very poppy, very fun. 
But he did have, you know, he had Nirvana, Tegan and Sarah. He had some oldie goodie stuff on there. And it's it was a Svend playlist. What about Rachel? Let's talk about Rachel. Rachel's rap came in a little different for me. I didn't have a lot of the, I think some of the screenshots are missing or something like that. But she listened to 19 genres she gave her podcast info, which was uh, like 3,000 minutes or something like that. And she, her number one was verse, chorus, verse. So very, very smart, very wise of her. She listened to, I think it was like 13,000, hang on. Yeah, 625, 63% more listeners. Significantly less homework than Sven and I. Very sad about that. I do like that she listens to This American Life. That's a good one. That's a good podcast. And then her top artists of the year, uh, no surprise, except maybe one. So Winehouse was number one. We did a lot of Winehouse this year. Studied her a lot. I just listened to her last night again, actually. I love me some Amy Winehouse now. So very glad that we, we did her. Then Taylor Swift and then Blackpink. So the guilty pleasures live on, or I guess they'd be, they're not guilty pleasures for her. They are proud pleasures. And, uh, yeah, that's going to be, I think that's probably going to be in her number two and in her top five for the rest of my life, uh, until it kills me soon. Her number four is Alt J. So she must've listened to a lot of Alt J or I wonder if maybe it's just cause we actually did two albums of theirs, but it, she was a big fan. So that's awesome. And then Shakira, I think the Rolling Stone stuff got her into Shakira or again or reminding or that sort of thing because she did listen to Shakira, which is awesome. Her number one song was Whistle by Blackpink only 11 times. So Rachel's not a go to that song again type. Her other best songs were You Sent Me Flying by Amy, Hit Me Like That Snare by Alt-J, which is fucking badass. Uh, some Blackpink song I can't pronounce, Doo 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 Doo, sounds right and then would my Allison chains so you know just makes absolute sense uh, she's a fan clubber she listens to taylor swift and blackpink over and over is what that means um she did listen to 986 artists this year that seems like a lot and she is in the top one percent of amy winehouse listeners so that's that's pretty awesome uh, much like Sven's, Rachel gave us her top 100 songs, and I did listen to them. Lots of 90s, lots of pod research stuff, so I very much appreciate it. You know, she had Cake on there. She had Hole and the Beatles and that sort of thing. Um, and then a lot of the other stuff was 90s. Like, I remember No Doubt was on there, Just a Girl, and oh, what's that uh, fucking tonic song? That... Uh, if you get on this way. That song, Alive was on there. She had some All Over You, I heard. So some good stuff. Uh, and then a lot of Taylor Swift. Yeah, a uh, lot of Taylor Swift. And that was Rachel. No surprise whatsoever there. I take comfort in that. And then I can go to Evil. Evil uh, was on brand. Listened to 30 genres and they were all metal. Let's see, his top five was metal, metal chill hop, metal alternative, metal lo-fi, and metal indie soul. It, it didn't actually say that, but it might as well, right? He listens to cozy, mellow music in the morning, and then he gets cathartic and moody and light, and then he gets proud, mayhem, and nervous at night. So he must work out at night. Evil, you seem like a morning workout guy. Are you a night workout? Actually, you know what evil seems like? Evil seems like one of those middle-of-the-day workout fuckheads. One of those, oh, I gotta go to my lunch and blast my pecs type of dudes. Fuck those dudes. He listened to 15,000 something something minutes, which is so very, very similar to Rachel. And his number one song for the year was Feel What I Believe by Halo Effect, which he was his number one song of the year in the finale. So no surprises there. He listened to it 38 times. Lots of Halo Effect. His top five is Halo Effect. And then that Alex is on fire. Alexis on fire. Sorry. Committed to the con and the distance, which is amazing. I do need to listen to that Alexis on Fire album again. I wrote it off as terrible, terrible. You know, I listened to it once all the way through. I think one and a half times. Evil has loved it all year, apparently. So I got to give that another shot because there's got to be something there. And his his number one band this year was System of a Down. He's in the top three percentile, which 
must have listened to a lot because of the podcasts and just because they're amazing. He listened to a lot of Hey Man, Look at Me Rocking Out. I'm on the video. System of a Down Cake, The Halo Effect, Muse, and Caven. That is very on brand. It is also very because of the podcast, except for Caven. Caven, he just loves Caven. He also is an adventurer, and those are really our raps. Nobody was a surprise. I listened to, we talk about music all year, and I actually think that next season I might change this episode because we already know what everybody else listens to. We talk to them about music all year. We get it. We already do. That's our raps. We are done with it. Who knows how much longer the Spotify raps things will be happening. Hope maybe... I just go on strike here soon because I'm frustrated with it and listen to only vinyl. That's not going to happen. That's impossible. But God, isn't it a nice thought? Not going to happen. Lovely thought. We have one more episode to do, and then we're on to season three, ladies and gentlemen. Our next episode is going to be just what are we listening to? What are we doing in the off season when we are not studying for the pod? What are we doing? We are also going to talk a little bit about concerts. I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to meeting up with you again next week. Everyone, I hope you're well. I hope you're ready for season three because it's going to be mental. Good night and good luck. Oh, I, oh, I want to stay right by you.